Hi. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, you've seen me out and about. I don't think I introduced myself yet today, though. Uh, my name is Kiara Zani. My pronouns are she, her, hers. Um, and it is truly a blessing and a joy to have the opportunity to share with you today the meaning of religious exploration at First Parish in Brookline. Now, you've already seen it in action. I have pages up here that I'm going to attempt to truncate because it's already 1210. Um, if I'm talking too fast, which I have been told that I do, just shout out, too fast, and I will slow down. So um, I've been with uh, First Parish. I joined as a member of the Chancel Choir in 2019. I became a member of the RE Committee in 2021. I taught coming of, coming of Age along with Jonathan Richardson last year, and this year I'm an OWL facilitator along with Bob. Um, I was a member of the search committee that located and brought the wonderful Jay Lee to us. I don't know where Jay Lee is right now. Um, woo -woo! Um, and during that process, I learned that there was a desire to revive the First Parish Youth Choir. So this year, I've been joined at our almost weekly rehearsals by this wonderful, great group of kiddos that you've heard today. And I'm so delighted you get to hear them sing three times. They have one more song. Um, and then we're also going to be singing on May 21st and May 28th. So definitely uh, mark your calendars. Um, speaking of singing, I'm over the moon that our incredible First Parish Music Director, is he behind that pole? I don't know where he is. Where's Keith? I don't know. Um, that Keith uh, worked together with uh, Voices Boston, um, with artistic director Dan and executive director Katie and um, program director Emily um, to bring us the fantastic, and then I wrote out in all caps, fantastic Voices Boston singers for this service. Let's hear it one more time for them. They were incredible. Um, when I heard that they would be blessing us with two selections from Into the Woods today, um, I was thrilled, not just because I love the musical, I was the front half of Milky White um, in high school. My twin sister was the other half. Um, so not just because I love uh, that musical, but also because I knew that the best lines of this reflection were already written, so thank you, Sondheim. Um, so as you've seen, the RE program at First Parish consists of five classes, so in age order, it goes spirit play, roughly ages four to seven, pathfinders, roughly ages eight to 10, neighboring faiths, ages 11 and 12, um, our whole lives, or OWL, ages 13 to 14, and coming of age, ages 14 plus. Um, so I'm going to really quickly try to highlight what exploration looks like at each of these levels. Um, so let's get exploring as we journey together into the woods. And there's Keith journeying with us. Um, into the woods, each time you go, there's more to learn of what you know. In his book, Letters to a Young Scientist, evolutionary biologist Edward O. Wilson writes, when conducting research, it is not uncommon to stumble upon an unexpected phenomenon, which then becomes the answer to a previously unasked question. To search for unasked questions, plus questions, to put to already acquired but unsought answers, it is vital to give full play to the imagination. Spirit play gives our youngest learners many opportunities to give full play to their imagination. Spirit Play instructor Michaela Cody shared with me that the intentional choices offered during free choice playtime and snack time, and the wondering questions, which we got to hear some today, asked at the end of Spirit Play stories to encourage independent thinking, introduced very early on the concepts of choice and exploration. Michaela appreciates the focus on exploration 
rather than education because it represents no right or wrong answers or questions and ongoing learning. Our work in RE guides children and youth to forge their own unique spiritual and developmental paths. But how to forge those paths? How to find those paths? Children will look to you for which way to turn, to learn what to be. Careful before you say, listen to me. Children will listen. Pathfinders, instructor Nathan, uh, says that with Pathfinders, I see myself as their guide more than their teacher. I am exploring with them spiritually by examining together our understanding and relationship to the seventh principle and how we play our part in the interconnected web of life, which was illustrated beautifully today with that maypole. I hope we get to do that so many more times. I am also physically exploring nature and our church woods, literally going into the woods, together with them, finding the balance between adventurous fun and the spiritual work of building a path for our community to enjoy. Through this process, we all arrive at a better understanding of how to live and practice our UU religion. Now, Nathan referenced the seventh principle, respect for the interdependent web of all existence for which we are a part. Unitarian Universalist congregations affirm and promote seven principles, which we hold as strong values and moral guides. Reverend Barbara Wells Tenhove, sorry, Barbara Wells Tenhove explains, the principles are not dogma or doctrine, but rather a guide for those of us who choose to join and participate in Unitarian Universalist religious communities. So as a guide, as we explore. When students move on from journeying into the woods with Pathfinders, they continue their faith explorations with neighboring faiths. Instructor Jen Goulart shared that facilitators and students explore the faith traditions in the community around us and discover together the differences and common ground shared with the UU faith. We got to see a variety of different places they got to visit and experiences they had. The in-person visits are a very compelling experience of exploration rather than just reading about other religions in a book. Thank you again, Jen and the Neighboring Faiths students and WIT uh, for your great presentation today. Thank you so much for that. All right, now as I said in my introduction, which you may not remember because I've been talking for like four minutes straight here, um, I am one of the OWL facilitators this year. Um, experiencing OWL training was a transformative experience for me. Um, you heard Bob talk about this in a previous service, but I am truly grateful I had the opportunity to attend the training, which was fully covered by First Parish, if you're interested in training. Um, and I have greatly, greatly enjoyed teaching OWL this year. I'm going to be teaching another class in... 44 minutes. Uh, <laughs> and I'm happy to talk with anyone who might be at all interested in becoming an OWL facilitator. Please come find me after the service um, where all of the teachers are going to be at the RE table. Um, in the words of the Unitarian Universalist Association, honest, accurate information about sexuality changes lives. It dismantles stereotypes and assumptions, builds self-acceptance and self-esteem, fosters healthy relationships, improves decision-making, and has the potential to save lives. In the words of Stephen Sondheim, see, I told you he had my back. Sometimes people leave you halfway through the wood. Others may deceive you. You decide what's good. You decide alone. But no one is alone. OWL is not just sex ed. It is not just an anatomy or mechanics class. It is so much more than that. Sexuality encompasses nearly every aspect of our being, from attitudes and values to feelings and experiences. OWL takes a holistic approach. It is about empowering our youth to care for themselves, their whole selves, for their whole lives. Ultimately, 
they decide alone. But no one is alone. We are there to give them the tools to make informed and responsible decisions about their relationships, sexual health, and behavior. I'm almost done, buddy. Okay. <laughs> In the same chapter I cited earlier, Edward O. Wilson encourages youth to build scenarios in your head when scanning information available to you. Make use of puzzlement. Our coming-of-age class for our oldest students, youth age 14 and up, engages them in making use of their puzzlement. It guides youth to explore the questions. What is my spiritual practice? What is my faith? How might I live out my faith in the world? Who are the people that I connect with in my faith community? This exploration includes being paired with a mentor in our parish, culminating in leading a worship service where they will share their faith statements with the congregation. That is on May 21st. When is it? May 21st. I had the distinct honor of working with Gail Day last year for coming of age, and it's Gail's birthday. Happy birthday, Gail, if you're watching at home. Um, and it's an experience I will treasure forever and always. If you think you might be interested in a coming of age, being a coming of age mentor or facilitating, please visit the table and chat with us, chat with me or Jaylee, who's been doing an amazing job chairing it this year. Um, it's an incredibly rewarding way to put your faith into action. Okay, last page. It's literally, it should happen, I promise. Okay. <laughs> Many of our services here at First Parish end in the words, may it be so. I will end this reflection with one more set of words from Sondheim. Things will come out right now. Excuse me. Things will come out right now. We can make it so. Someone is on your side. No one is alone. Let us continue to be here for our children. Let us continue to be here for each other. Let us continue exploring together. Things will come out right now. We can make it so. Thank you. <laughs>